Welcome to the Peaceful Life Podcast. This is your host, Laura, coming to you from a cottage in the woods in the beautiful and rainy mountains of California. Who hasn't been through a breakup in their life? Depending on the relationship, a breakup can be devastating or delightful. But I'm going to concentrate on those that are heart-wrenching as those are the kind from which we need to learn how to heal. Now, when there's a breakup, there are three things that you automatically miss. Obviously, you miss the person, their smile, their quirks, their intellect, their body. Then there's the sharing of experiences, which kind of goes into the bucket of companionship. Then you also miss the fantasy of the future, that fantasy that you've built up about your life together. So first, let's recap the relationship itself, as that has a lot to do with how you recover from it. There are many good reasons you enter into a relationship, attraction for one, intellectual, emotional, and physical attraction. You complement each other, you learn from each other, share experiences and commonality. I've always thought that the best partner relationship is when you have mutual admiration and mutual respect. I know that's very simplistic, but think about it. You each think you were with the coolest person on earth. And you have mutual admiration for that. I've seen couples just like that, each feeling so lucky to share their lives with each other. And then there's respect. That means that you are not emotionally, verbally, or physically abusive. You respect each other's living space, privacy, property, time, and emotional well-being. Being disrespectful could range from petty things like leaving your stinky socks all over to physical assault. Eye-rolling in itself is a form of disrespect. I mention all this because it's easier to extricate yourself from a bad relationship or one that isn't working. To remove all judgy words from it, let's just say you're incompatible no matter what level of incompatibility. Now, some people feel compatible and just fine with the other partner, but the partner doesn't feel it back. Something breaks. The relationship ends. Now what? I'll get to that in a bit. Many people enter into a relationship with a mate because they're looking for something that is missing from themselves. Validation, self-love, confidence, stability. Contrary to Jerry Maguire, you should not need anyone else to complete you. This is not a healthy relationship and is most devastating when it ends because then you feel like you are literally losing a part of yourself. Think about it. If you depend on another human being to complete you, they have the power to break you. So how can you avoid a relationship like this? You work on completing yourself. 
by listening to affirming podcasts like this one, entering into a therapeutic situation, surrounding yourself with positive and supportive friends, reading books, watching Oprah Church, as my mom called it, whatever you have to do, work on your self-love and self-care. Get to the point where you relish, value, and even love being alone. Because if you can't be alone, any breakup or loss will compound your pain. So let's talk about that last item, is losing the fantasy of the future. And that tends to be the hardest on some people. So that is when you feel stable and comfortable enough to imagine your future life together. Some people even do that before they're in a relationship because they have such an active imagination. Your fantasy of the future might be marriage, kids, traveling the world, starting a company, growing old together. You had plans. And after a breakup, this future is whoosh, gone, disappeared. So you will feel the loss of that. Some feel that women tend to plan their futures more than men, but I think it's more creative people, regardless of gender. Creative people have more active imaginations, and because they create such a vivid story for their future, it's more emotionally racking when that's taken away from them. So yes, it's okay to mourn that. But realize this, something was already broken in the relationship, or the person would not have ended it. The fantasy you created probably would never have happened. If you had stayed together with that other person being unhappy or unfulfilled, you might have had 5, 10, 20 more years of a bad, declining relationship. But by terminating the relationship now, they actually gave you a gift. The gift of those years. The gift to begin again and find the person with whom you will be happy. I know. I remember after breakup, someone telling me to date again, and all I could think of was, but I don't want anyone else. I want him. And that's because your life has revolved around this person, and you've created a life with them, real and imaginary. So let go of that. Realize it's done. Mourn the loss. Feel sad and get through it. Just like a death, you have to get through it, but not necessarily over it. I'm giving you permission to never get over it, but you must get through it and let it go. Get to the point where you can mentally thank the person and wish them well. I know you're thinking, ha, never. Remember, they just gave you a gift. Thank them and wish them well. Don't fight. Don't ask why if they don't offer it. Don't try to placate them or win them back. And most importantly, don't respond or defend yourself or refute any accusations. Which brings us to fault and the lists. 
The instigator of your breakup might automatically provide a list of why they feel the relationship no longer works. First of all, if they don't provide a why list, don't ask for it. You might automatically want to know why. It's human to want to dispute each point. But that's not going to help you, and it's not going to change their mind. Contesting their decision is non-productive. They've made their decision, and if you talk them out of it deep down, they still will not believe it's a perfect relationship, and they'll resent you for putting them back into it. Why would you want to talk someone into being with you if they don't want to? Is that a kind of relationship you want to have? And if they do provide the list, again, do not dispute it. In fact, maybe don't even read it for a while. You're going to be raw, emotional, sad, angry, confused. This is not the time to go over the list. Put it away for a while. The best way to go over lists like this is with a supportive friend or a therapist. Someone to check your reaction and help assess whether the points are valid. Remember, just because the person puts it down doesn't mean it's true. It's just true for them. It is therapeutic to create a list of your own of things that were not right with the relationship. Things that you needed and didn't get. And incompatibilities. A caveat, though, this list is just for you and at no time should be sent or shared with your ex. This is not for retribution or to make you feel superior. The purpose for this list is so you don't idealize the relationship. It's so you get to where your ex is coming from, the realization that it was not working, that you were incompatible. Now, you might want to assign fault to a breakup. We've all heard it's not you, it's me. And that might or might not be the case. Sometimes if someone wants a clean break, they don't want to get into fault or lists or why or what went wrong. If that's the case, just let them go. However, like I said previously, it is healthy to review your behavior and contributions to the relationship to better yourself for future ones. But it's best to review it with yourself, a very supportive friend or a therapist. It is unproductive to hash it out with your ex. Even if you want details or clarification, it's really healthiest to just let it go and accept the fact that you might not have clarification or details and move on. So now we get to the point where you're moving on. If you have friends in common, a group you hang with, or even shared custody of children, you will most likely have to see your ex in the future and converse with them. It's hard to let the feelings go, whether it's love, pain, anger, those are all super strong emotions. But when you deal with the person face-to-face, -face, email to email, text or phone, give them and yourself the gift of no drama. Be courteous, 
Be kind. Don't rehash. Don't argue. Remember that they gave you that gift of time and the opportunity for a future relationship that's better and more fulfilling to both of you. Wish them well. If you can't do it verbally, do it in your head. Wish them well. I was married for five years and in the relationship for seven. I only asked for one thing when I asked for my divorce, that we didn't bash each other in front of our daughter. We agreed to be respectful. It's important to continue to be respectful of each other, especially if there are children involved, because you are their model relationship from which they will pattern their future relationships. If you don't want someone to talk that way to or about your daughter, don't talk that way to or about your ex. Don't badmouth them to mutual friends. You will just end up looking like the bitter one. If they are badmouthing you, just smile and say, I wish them well. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's best for your peace and joy. It took me three years from the time I decided on leaving my husband to the time that I said those four words, I want a divorce. I was scared. I needed to make sure I was financially stable on my own and could care for my child. It was a difficult process, but the moment we separated, I felt free, happy, unburdened, and that's how I knew I had made the right decision. I was so happy after we made it through the legal stuff and the divorce came through as final. So what happens next? Don't stalk their Facebook page. Don't worry about who they're seeing or what they're doing. Concentrate on bettering your own life. Concentrate on self-care. Take the opportunity to learn more about yourself and maybe do something that you've always wanted to do. I was reading a book by Gavin DeBecker, a security specialist who does cover bad breakups. He says, when someone tells me they're going through a breakup, I never say I'm sorry because good relationships don't end. Bad relationships can unfortunately be perpetuated, but good relationships don't end. Absolutely mourn it. Feel it. Get through it. Accept it. Take care of yourself. Be grateful for the gift of time and opportunity that your ex just gave you. And then move on with your life. You'll be glad you did. This is Laura, and you've been listening to the Peaceful Life Podcast. If you have feedback on this or any other episode, email me at laura at thepeaceful.life. And please, if you're enjoying the show, take one moment to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen. It helps others find the Peaceful Life Podcast. Have a wonderful week, and remember, you are a spectacular human being. May every sunrise bring you promise, and every sunset bring you peace. Music